Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is John, and beside me is... Caitlin. I don't like when we switch up the format. It gets confusing. What kind of format? I'm supposed to... You're supposed to go, my name is John, and I'm supposed to go, and my name is Caitlin. And then we're gonna... Hello. <laughs> I'm just sitting here getting my pad thai. Stella is all over John already. Everything is as it should be in the world. The and there was a new episode of Riverdale. And where did we watch that new episode of Riverdale, John? I feel like we did something like kind of special. Oh my god, we were at the Paley, uh, the Paley Center for we film and television, where they showed us that episode, and then we got to see the cast of Riverdale live and in person. It was cool. They were all hideous, though, <laughs> and we were all very disappointed. <laughs> no, they're the ugliest people. It's it was like a murderer's row of the most beautiful people you've ever yeah, seen. It was terrible, and. Like, all of the kids were, like, kind of professional, and then all of the people who played parents were just having a blast in the back row. <laughs> like, uh, Luke Perry and Matt Chidomic just just busting chops with everyone across the board, having a good time. But also, like, aggressively complimenting everybody, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of the kids were just the best actors he's ever like, known. Like, I, I was never, like, a huge... Like, I wasn't, like, a massive Luke Perry fan, but now I am. I am. I mean, I'll I I'll follow was. him to the ends of the earth. Same. Same. He I be think my uncle. they aired that whole thing on Facebook Live, so in theory, it's still up there. You could still watch it, right? Probably. If you guys yeah. want to check it out, John is the guy in the Superman shirt. Yeah, everyone acknowledged me in the cast. Everyone which is like the most like basic fangirl thing I see. Like, oh my god, they looked at me. I know, but I they, know. they did. They were like the guy in the Superman shirt. Um, he was actually just cosplaying Jughead. <laughs> no one got it. I, so. I just want to be on brand, you know, Berlanti. Yeah, exactly, Berlanti Everyone branding. Loves that Berlanti character, and this was a very good episode to watch with a very excited crowd. Yeah, too excited. There were those you guys behind us who really needed to shut up, but for the most unless part, unless they listen to the podcast, in which case, how would they know which people there? They would have. That's true. Well, we kind of did tell. Yeah, they would know, but that's okay. <laughs> We love you guys if you listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, that episode was called Riverdale and Back Again. Do you know where that title comes from, Caitlin? Um, yeah, it comes from uh, Archie Comic. Uh, no. Really? No, come on, it does. No, it comes it from a TV movie, an yeah. Archie TV movie. I knew this. Yeah. You're, I'm so smart. They did a TV movie years ago uh, about, like, grown-up Archie coming back to Riverdale. Was it was, dark? It wasn't like this. Mm. I mean, it was dark, but not in the good way. Like bad? I bad and dark. I don't know. I didn't see it. No, no. one saw it. No. So it was like a dark time for the airways. Waves. Airways? Waves? Airwaves. Okay. I just wanted to see how long that would go on for. <laughs> waves? Airwaves. This episode was written by the man himself, Roberto. Roberto. <laughs> you can tell... Because that man can do uh, Alice's voice like no one else can. And he wears great bow ties. Yeah. He's, uh, I've seen that before. Good Surprising. bow ties. Yeah. And it was directed by Kevin Sullivan, who's directed literally only this. Good his for all you. Filmography on, uh, his all filmography on IMDb is just director of Riverdale this episode. Weird. Yeah. By the way, Ooh. the news is next season, like 50% of the directors will be women. Yeah, that'll be real cool. Big. I mean, women can't really direct anything, though. Like, that's the thing. It's hard for us and our 
Sentimentalities. I'm kidding. This is great news. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm being sarcastic. And I'm not going to do that again. I'm just going to eat my pad thai and talk about Riverdale. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired. Anyway. You'll never guess how this episode starts. Oh, me? Yeah. We watched it together. Yeah. So how does it start? It starts with... Jughead being like... No! Okay, fine, you just tell me. It opens with the Pussycat singing like this school anthem oh, about Riverdale. Oh, damn it! That was great! Why did it's I forget pretty, that? It's a pretty tight anthem. Because I don't It's also like them. the only appearance of the, of the Pussycats for the entire episode. Yeah, I think we really need to start, like, putting actual scenes with them in yeah. the show. Like, Josie was at the panel, but... And I feel bad saying that she doesn't get a lot to do on this show. And someone was like, will she get her own spinoff? I hope she so. She needs to have an arc here first. Actually, she could get her own spinoff, and then she'd actually have lines. Although, quick thing, the moderator on that panel was so good. Oh, yeah. All the like, people are really good, usually. The cast changes the direction, and he doesn't try to whip back around to his question. He swaps out for a different question that's re- relevant to what they're talking about. Yeah, he's really good. That was kind of amazing. He's a senior editor at Deadline. Yeah. Which is interesting, because Deadline usually has pretty straightforward news. It's not like a very... Opinionated. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a trade, so... Yeah. Right, Stella? Sorry, Stella's looking at me. It's cute. She's like a little muskrat. Hello. Okay, you're right. Remember, it's an audio podcast, so they can't see how cute Stella is. They could if they went on her Instagram, at Stella the Mystery Pup. This might be one of those tangents that we got criticized we for. We got a three-star review that said, you guys compl- are great. It was complimentary, but they but were But like, you go on too many tangents. That's not stopping no, <laughs> anytime no. soon. No, We don't take criticism. We just... Power up. I just for... like to hear it. I just mm-hmm. like to know what people are thinking. Me too. Uh, Unless it's mean, and then I don't. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do. You're gonna go far mm-hmm. in this world. You're gonna do just great. Yeah. Luckily, Jughead does start speaking up after this. Oh my god, my favorite line of the whole episode. People like to say that the death of Jason Blossom changed everything in Riverdale. You literally say that. <laughs> yeah, Jughead. You say that. that's how you opened. Yeah. This whole thing. <laughs> the death of Jason Blossom. Change Riverdale forever. I don't know where I'm quoting this from, but I'm pretty sure people say that. I think he's the only person who said that. Yeah. Apparently, it is homecoming here in Riverdale, which isn't that... Okay, when I was in high school, Riverdale, or a homecoming would be in October. Yeah, it would be kind of early. Yeah. I is have that no what idea what time of the year is. it's supposed to be? Well, are we sure it's... Ho- no, it is homecoming because they have the football game, right? Yeah. I thought they had homecoming in like, the second episode, though. I'm confused. The dance in the pilot? Yeah. I think it was some, like, return to school dance. Isn't that what homecoming is? Or am I wrong? No, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, this is just a school with a lot of uh, unnecessary dances. They have a lot of pride in this town, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Benny is ru- Betty is running the homecoming dance. She tries to wriggle her way out of it, but the principal is like, you made it. Promise. And she's like, that was before a kid washed up to shore, but sure, okay. Yeah, this. they really chill. Also, Dude, also, busy. principal bow, bowline tie uh, is back to a normal tie. <laughs> kind of a downer. Yeah. Mm. Sad. Uh, it's also alumni weekend. Like, that's a real two-hander. Uh, a lot of old people come to your homecoming dance. One of whom looks in the mirror, or in the... Two of them. Two of them. Yeah. The weird reflection of their younger years. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of tweets about this recently. They want us, people want like an episode that's about the parents when they were in high school, I would like love a flashback, that. but they don't recast anyone. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious. Luke Perry just like being like looking. They just shave much the him. Same. Yeah. 
That would be hilarious. But because it's alumni weekend, well, I mean, that's not the only reason, but Molly Ringwald is in town. Yeah, so she's here. Uh, um, she's, like, very together and not at all, like, crazy as I expected her to be. You thought she'd, she'd be crazy? I thought she would be, like, unstable or something. I think she's stable because she left. Yeah, that's probably true. And she, she was in Andrews. Well, she probably murdered Jason Blossom. Oh, well, that could have happened. Yeah. That would be fun. By the way, welcome to the first podcast where John is kind of on board with my theory. Yeah, uh, seeing everyone live and last night's episode kind of did put me in line that it wouldn't. I wouldn't be super surprised if Kevin did end up being the killer. Fuck yes, Kevin the killer. Those, um, I'm not sure if that panel is really of anyone who's, like, good at keeping secrets. No, no, it didn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah. Although, whenever anyone mentioned the killer last night, that was when, um, Luke Perry would just raise his hand. <laughs> like, it was me. Which means it's definitely Fred Andrews. We should all be concerned. Mm-hmm. So, Archie is telling uh, his mom that he's doing great. He's like, Takes he's doing great. He's got a great, friend, great friends. He's doing great. <laughs> say gay friends. Great friends. He's got a gay friend. Are they friends? I don't think Kevin likes Archie They sit at, at lunch together. I don't think Kevin likes Archie. <laughs> I, don't really know. Don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Kevin has such great bonds with Veronica and Joaquin. Uh, yeah, I love Joaquin. He tells her that he's singing at the dance. Because uh, he has to tell her that. So she he's can a come musician, to that. And a songwriter. Her. She brought it up, okay? He's I not, it's not like, oh, also a musician now, Mom. She's <laughs> like, your dad told me that you're playing music. Part of me, I'm not sure if, part of me feels like Molly Ringwald wasn't, quite all there this episode like she felt a little bit like, oh, like she was phoning it in distracted maybe that's because it's her first time playing this character but like um, I think mary mary andrews her. isn't really a person yet yeah like, she doesn't have a lot of dimensions that's a really good point especially because all the other parents are very well drawn yeah that might not be her fault though i don't think she did like a bad job it's just... no uh, like i'm happy to have her here I just, Maybe that's where just Archie gets the blandness from. Oh. Because Fred's great. Yeah. he The goodness comes from Fred and the blandness comes from uh, exactly. Mary. He's just a good, bland, sexy lamp. Hermione tells uh, Veronica back at home that the lawyer called, lawyer man called, said their statements uh, really put the judge on Hiram's side. Apparently so much so that he's not even going to be in prison. He's like, going to like get out in the next couple months. Like, okay. Wow. So he stole... What did Veronica say? <laughs> yeah, she was just like, my parents love me. Cool? Like... like your mom and dad? My, my mom? My parents love me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's convincing. And like... Veronica's like, okay, are we going to live in New York or here or what's going to happen? Did he murder Jason Blossom? Right, and Hermione is like, back off. Don't do, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. This is like an episode, I remember earlier in the season we were talking about Hermione would get stormed out and in on a lot. It's not really happening much anymore. Oh. Yeah, no, but now she's just kind of standing there as the world's kind of falling apart around her. And it's just like, well, maybe Hiram will come back and then things will go back to normal. Yeah, she almost like doesn't even really notice anything else. <laughs> it's weird. Um, fun fact about Hiram Lodge, they have, ca- they technically, they did cast him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Kelly Ripa's husband, I believe. Yeah, does he have a name? 
think it's what is his name? Mark Consuelos. I'm pretty sure that's his name, but you should Google it because that just Google Kelly Ripa's husband, Riverdale. I know that I shouldn't refer to people by like their significant others because that's annoying, but for some reason that's like how I just remember who he is. Because he's like attractive and like they're always talking about their like relationship. Yeah. Did you find it? On the no, internet? I'm trying to go through the news uh, on IMDb. And they're all talking about uh, Ross Butler leaving the show. I know. I'm so bummed. I mean, he didn't exactly do much. I know, but like, I was really excited, and now he's gone. I'm. I. I have to say, I hope they cast another Asian American actor. I, I doubt they're going to change the um the look ethnicity. Of, yeah, we Mark know. Consuelos. So it's going to be Hiram Lodge, yeah. But here's the thing: he might not be Hiram Lodge. So, yeah, because pitch. Yeah, because pitch. A show that I read the pilot of, but never actually watched. Even I though- watched the pilot. Thought it was a good pilot. Thought um, what's his face from uh, uh, Saved by the Bell is great in the show. It's a very expensive looking show. Who is who is on He's- there from Saved by the Bell? The main guy from Saved by the Bell. Oh, Mark Paul Glossier. Yeah, Mark Paul Gossler. Gossler. Uh, yeah, he's um, the he's the catcher. Uh, oh, I read that in the thing. <laughs> yeah, and he's like kind of a dick, but they're definitely gonna have sex or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they found the girl, like as an actress, they they found her and like. Okay, I want to point out that that's bullshit because Kylie uh, Bunbury mm-hmm. was not found. She's not a newcomer. I tweeted about this when Pitch first aired because they were like and introducing. Kylie Bunbury. I was like, what do you mean introducing her? One, she was on Twisted on ABC Family for, like, a full season as, like, the lead actress, which is your cable network. Like, of course, like, everybody knows who she is. Oh, wait, not everybody? Just Caitlin? Okay, cool. I love that show. That's a great show. What is Twisted? Yeah, you're right. I get why they did that. Okay, it's this show about these two girls... Who, okay, so there's a trio. There's um, Joe, Lacey, and then the boy is Danny. And so they're playing at Danny's house. And Danny comes outside and he's like, I just killed my aunt. And so then it flashes forward and Danny gets out of prison. um, Because he was like a child. He was like a child murderer. Not someone who murders child. Someone who was a child when they committed a murder. And um, it's Avon... Jogia, I think that's how you say his name, from Victorious. So he's like amazing. And it's just such a good show. And I used to watch, watch it uh, with my old roommate, Bailey. Hi, Bailey. And um, it was just a great show. It was so good. It was so fun. It's on Netflix, I think. And you guys should all watch it. And the girl from Pitch is in it. And if Pitch doesn't get picked up for a second season, um, What's his face? Uh, He's in second position with uh, Riverdale is his second position role. So if it doesn't get picked up, he'll go to Riverdale. And if it does get picked up for a second season, he'll probably have to be recast. What a choice thing to be an actor who's like, eh, it's fine if this pilot thing or if this season doesn't work out. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when New Girl happened. Um, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans was in the pilot for that, but Happy End got picked up, so he had to leave New Girl kind of high Endings and dry, is though. the best show. I like New Girl, too, but Happy Endings is, like, the best show ever. 
Ever? Ever. It's literally, it's one of my Listen, I love the show too, but... It's really, like, it's... It's first season isn't quite there. Well, no one's first season is quite there. No, I love that show. It would be, it would be a cool thing to live in a world where all comedies were guaranteed two seasons off the bat, because they never find their voice until the second one, but... No, but like, those two and three seasons of Happy Endings are hilarious. Yeah. Though I always kind of liked Alex and Dave together, and I kind of wish they, they didn't break up. At the end. I never was on board for the Casey Dave ship. Anyway. So Hiram Lodge might be coming to town, and he'll be a Latino. He might be the guy from Pitch. He might be someone else if Pitch gets picked up. Pitch is on the bubble right now, so big mystery. What's going to happen over there? It's like, who killed Jason Blossom? What's going to happen with Pitch? These are our questions. So, meanwhile, at the... Uh, trailer park, Jughead goes to visit his dad, and it's like a whole different world. The trailer's clean. Okay, it's not painted, that nice of ski. a trailer. I want to point this out. As far as trailers go? I mean, trailers, no, they're nice It's trailers. nicer than it looked before. It is definitely nicer than it looked before. Skeet but it's, shaved. Yeah, it's, he like, Jughead comes in and is like, Christmas morning. Like, yeah. Oh, you did like the most basic cleaning you possibly could do. For I mean... Low expectations, high high reward. Yeah, sure. Okay. So anyway. He's like, oh my god. What's going on, dad? You look good. He's like, I feel good, Jug. Hey, That's I read your- great your- impression. Do it again. Hey, I read your book. Okay, it's not that good. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Sorry. And he's like, I got a couple questions for you. And they sit down and he's basically going through it almost a little bit too much. Yeah, no, he's like, oh, it's weird that you're, like, so into this thing. Why are you into this? Who killed him? Who do you think killed him? Yeah, I like, he's like, why'd you write this? And Chuck Ed's like, it's like the story no one would tell. Like my story. And all I'm thinking is, no, someone would tell this story. Yeah, it's like, oh, you mean, like, the murder that happened in the small town? Yeah, yeah no, people tell this story a lot. It's, it actually comes up all the time. Yeah. I like how um, Roberto was talking about how the show came to be. It's like, yeah, I was talking to Greg about it, and he's like, you need a dead body. Like, like, is that, like, a metaphor? For, <laughs> no, you need a dead body in this show. But, like, this show would just not not be anything, I hate to say it's special, but, like, yeah, like, it would be lacking, like, a, a specialness without Jason Blossom's, that element. So, yeah, you needed the body. Yeah. Um, then he asks who Jughead thinks killed him. And Jughead's like, you know what? I don't think that's what matters here. And basically he starts saying what the writers want to communicate to yes, you, the audience, exactly, right now. exactly. That's exactly is, what I was thinking. I, we're trying to figure out if Riverdale is a place of light or darkness. I like want to raise my hand and be like, darkness? We all care who killed Jason Blossom. Thank God there's one more episode to go. And uh, there's two more episodes to go. No, there's one more until we find out the killer. This oh, I thought you meant for the season. No, we find you, out. All you care about is who killed Jason Blossom. What are you going to do next year? I mean... Do you care about the finale? I do care about the finale, but I care much more about who killed Jason Wilson. Why? Because I'm curious. I'm a curious person, John. I have a thirst for knowledge. <laughs> I do. This is I the same girl who refuses to learn how to plug the headphones <laughs> into the microphone we're using right now to record this show, and has to hand them over to me and make me do it every time. Thirst for knowledge. <laughs> I don't want to learn things, John. You, I've you, learned enough. You just said. You just. 
Basically, someone tweet at me who killed Jason Blossom, and I will be set for life. That's not how you want to learn it, though. No. I, I had a very realistic dream last night about Riverdale. Probably because we, like, saw the panel, and then I went to sleep, like, 15 minutes later. Um, it was, do I know who killed him in my dream? Yeah. It was Jughead, and he was holding, like, I mean, it wasn't Jughead, it was, like, Cole Sprouse, I was, like, on the set of Riverdale, I don't know, whatever. And it was like Jughead, and he was like holding another head, and the in the head was also Jughead. <laughs> Is that weird? Isn't that a weird thing to dream about? So Jughead. Jughead killed, killed him. Jughead. <laughs> Cole Sprouse killed Jughead. Yeah. Oh shit! What if it was his brother's head? What if it wasn't a prop? Oh fuck! Oh, Best thing of the night. They're talking about how um, Cole and uh, Roberto got into a fight over whether or not hot, hot dog. dog would be in the show and what breed he'd be. And they're joking about it's like oh. Man, if we fired Cole, how where would we find another actor who looks very similar to him? Oh my god, see, it would happen. And everyone started laughing. It was great. I'm going to make Stella, you should be hot dog. Next season, we're going to recast, and you're going to get a friend in Jughead. FP suggests that Jughead move on from Jason Blossom and tell a different story. Maybe he will after he finishes this book. That's how writing works. Also, I'm just really confused about what this book could possibly be about. It's about Riverdale, whether it's a town of light or darkness. That's not... I don't understand what it's about. I don't Wow, is that... You've been listening to... Every, every time he's doing voiceover, that's his writing. I mean, come on. Isn't his it... Writing, isn't it clear? We should put it all together and it Which like makes it me read. wonder what F.P. read, because isn't it an right, unfinished exactly. book? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, what is he writing? Is he writing like, hey, you know who's shady? The Blossoms. They're shady. <laughs> you know who else is shady? Hiram Lodge. He's kind of shady. <laughs> Fred Andrews, even he's a little shady. Mr. And then it just ends with, shady. oh well, mystery unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I hope it's so. Or, or it just has like in parentheses, killer reveal TBD. <laughs> <laughs> and then in here, in brackets, we all thought that killer in brackets was so innocent, but nothing and no one would ever be innocent in Riverdale again. Not since Jason Blossom's death. Everyone keeps saying that. Where does everyone keep getting this idea from? <laughs> At school, Archie catches up with Veronica. Uh, wants to talk about their night together. He is! Extra? Yes. Yeah. He's very thirsty this whole episode. I just throw around the word extra a lot, but thirsty probably works better. Yeah. Uh, she tells him that she doesn't have the bandwidth to pursue a relationship. She doesn't know if he's boyfriend material. I know. I think she said, I think you are boyfriend material. Oh, yeah. Right, he's like, me too, let's test at the dance tonight. And she's like, whoa, buddy. I don't understand why. Whoa. I don't really understand what's happening. So has he, like, always liked Veronica? Is that the situation? Like, I think it was simmering. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and when he kissed her, yeah. Pilot, yeah. yeah. And then she was like, we're going to be friends. And he was like, okay, okay I can settle for that, because you're great. And then they kissed. And yeah. now it's all I can think about. Do you think that they're, like... A couple to root for. Yeah. Really? I like them together. Yeah, I don't. Actually. But that's also, I haven't seen him and Betty together, and I do want to see I what that looks like. I think Archie and Betty would be good together. I know I said I was very much not on the Jughead Betty train, but I think I am on the the Bughead train okay, again. You need to make you need to make a choice and stick with it. I know. Yeah. Well, Archie asked Veronica to sing with him at homecoming. It's the best. And he told his mom he'd perform without actually being listed as a performer. I also just want to point out, um, no, we can't skip over what they say about his music. That happens later. It does? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, go on. It's just him and Veronica in this scene. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But just Archie just thinks he can just get these things. Yeah. So, uh, Veronica meets up with Betty and Alice at the Blue and Gold. Alice is in top form tonight. Oh, yeah. She's very like, on. Next level. In this scene, she has the particularly magical line of describing Joaquin as that gay greaser serpent. Oh, my God. The laughs that it got in the <laughs> it room. Killed. Uh, but it definitely was not meant to be funny. This is this is the scene where I realized that Roberto wrote this episode. That yeah, but so gay you got greaser serpent. How's my Alice? Is it okay? Yeah, it's not great. That gay greaser serpent. No, no, still not. No, still not sharp enough. Okay, Betty. No, I can't do it. No, you just can't. Sorry. Stop that. <laughs> no. You should have taken the mic and just started doing your uh, your Betty impression. I know. I should. Like, my only question is for Lily Reinhardt. How was my Betty impression? <laughs> She'd be like, please stop calling me. <laughs> I never want to hear that again. Matching tattoos. <laughs> so, uh, Veronica and Alice both suspect FP was hired by Hiram to kill Jason Blossom. Uh, and that gay greaser serpent might be an accomplice. <laughs> Joaquin is the best. Betty is like, okay, I'm not down for this. Jughead said he didn't suspect his dad. That's good enough for me. He's off the board. And now it's like, you're too close to this. True fact. True. Yeah. And also, like, yeah. You saying that your dad, I don't know. I just don't think he did it. Like, okay. Like, that's not really evidence. Yeah. Like, this we all know a, our parents that well. Yeah. This is a lead everybody should pursue, but whatever. <laughs> Polly is uh, sneaking around Thornhill. Magical scene where she finds Cliff Blossom's wig room. He looks so different without the hair. He looks better without the hair. I don't think so. No? I don't think he really looks better or worse. He just... Well, mm, no, I think he looks... Worse. Like, I've seen that actor in stuff with his, like, short white hair. Uh, and, like, it's weird for me seeing him. With that, the weird That guy's hair. also way more jacked than you think he is. Oh, I'm sure. He's in great shape. Uh, he does voice acting stuff a lot. And... Yeah, he kind of, this is amazing scene where he just starts going out the door where she is and just shuts it in her face. Well, he's I thought he was going to hurt her. That's not nice. I just don't understand. Like, Cheryl has a line later where she's like, we live and die by our our red red curls. I'm like, that can't be true. You live and die by your maple syrup company. (laughs) The maple syrup blood feud. White hair is distinguished. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. I wonder if this was like something that they always had in mind, or if someone was just like, that wig is terrible. Let's use it. Yeah, I have a feeling it's a ladder. It is terrible. Yeah. So, Veronica comes back to Alice. Like, it's kind of amazing, because the first scene of Blue and Gold ends, the scene happens, then we can just get the next scene of Blue and Gold, and Veronica comes back, she's like, hey, I'm not Betty. I'm, I suspect FP... Jughead and I don't actually have conversations one on one. Right, exactly. It's like we're not really. Let's friends. let's do this thing. And House is like cool girl power. He said as much. As he doesn't really care for any yeah. other humans. Plus, Veronica is so hung up on like how involved her father was with all this stuff that she'll like tear apart the world to find the truth. It's kind of weird. <laughs> To me, that she's so interested. In she's been that. having a rough time this whole season, though, of just discovering how awful her parents are. I can't imagine that she didn't know. That's like my one issue with the Veronica thing. I'm like, you didn't know your dad was an asshole. You knew you were an asshole. Again, she's not. Yeah, she had to come to terms with the fact that she was an asshole. Like she was so focused on herself yeah. that she wasn't really paying attention to her parents. I think it works. 
Cheryl tracks down the group at lunch. By the way, they're eating outside again. It's freezing. There's yeah. snow on the ground. No one's wearing jackets. The, that bench is made of metal. Like that's oh. a, that's a not a good time for anyone. Go no. inside. Go to the cafeteria. What is wrong with y'all? Get a hot chocolate. My God. Uh, but she says that uh, she and Polly are campaigning for the homecoming court. Makes no sense. Does Polly even go to Riverdale anymore? She can't. She, you can't still be registered as a student after not coming for so long, right? Sure. <sighs> Though then again, if it's only October, dude. Oh my God. It seemed like an unnecessary way to get Polly to the dance, but she didn't even go to the dance. She didn't even go to the dance. Yeah, it was confusing, but that's okay. There was a lot of great things about it. It was just, it was all manipulation to make Cheryl sad. No. Which wasn't Cheryl mad like two episodes ago? Like, I'll destroy Polly mad? Yeah, she like, so then what was the plan here? I don't know. I think that Cheryl is a twin, and that Cheryl's split personalities are actually just within two separate people. That doesn't make any sense. Well, the what are you talking about? <laughs> the Blossoms don't want Cheryl to know that she has a twin. So the kind, good Cheryl thinks that she's doing all these horrible, mean things. But really, it's the twin. I don't know. I'm just saying. Things. That's the dumbest thing. I know. It's the dumbest. <laughs> first so... things first, dumb, the dumbest. What? <laughs> so, first things first. No, no, no. I heard you. I heard it. I was giving you an opportunity there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stella, what so, are you doing? Archie asks Betty if he can perform at the dance. And that's when everyone's like, ooh, Archie, no, this event's supposed to be fun. Oh, I loved this so much. Go over it then. Uh, and uh, Archie looks wounded, and then Jughead says, your songs make everybody want to slit their wrists. In a good way. In the good way. And then I just freaked out. I just, like, I was like, that is so true! <laughs> like, the thing is, his songs are good, but, like, very, very overwrought. <laughs> They're just the poems in his head he writes while mixing concrete. That's true, those are, yeah, those are sad, sad poems. I also don't believe that, I thought about that. I was like, so here you are, this teenager, and, and you're just writing a poem in your head, and, like, it's just, like, no, I don't buy it for a second. That's bullshit. Archie always wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> uh, Veronica is like, it's okay. I'm going to sing with him. We're going to do some upbeat covers. It's great. And Archie going, we are? Archie doesn't know how to <laughs> chill. No, he has no chill. He has no chill. So she sneaks him into a science class and he moves in to kiss her and everyone's like, down boy. Yeah, it's stop. Like, you stop. It's weird. This yeah. was a weird scene. I didn't like it. But she does ask him to help her investigate FP. Uh, she wants to search the trailer where Alice has FP and Jughead distracted. So, in Act 2, Molly visits Fred at work, but her mind is the only one there, which is... Sorry, Mar- Molly Wingwald, Mary. Uh, it's a very awkward and fun scene. It's right? like not as awkward <laughs> as it could be, though. I felt like the editors were doing a lot of work there to keep cutting to, like, their awkward facial expressions a little yes. bit. Like, zooming in on their eyes, kind of twitching. Uh, or my time out is the curse for being a reformed uh, mean girl in school. And Molly Ringwald is like, mm, yeah, you were mean. <laughs> like, yeah. And you sucked. Uh, in the gym, they're prepping for the blast from the past, which is the uh, dance. That's the theme of the dance. It's so okay. It's no um, enchantment under the sea. No. Which is, of course, the dance from 
Back to the Future, a perfect film, but it's pretty good. Uh, it's also an excuse to, you know, it makes sense because if you're having all the alumni there and you can play older music. Like Kim Wilde's Kids in America. Yeah. Where the kids Which is in not America. where I fr- I think I first Whoa. know a cover of that from the Digimon movie. That's where I first encountered that song. I think I also first encountered that song on that soundtrack. Yeah. It's a great soundtrack for the record. Weird fact, but true. Uh, so, Polly calls Betty. Which, I didn't know they were in contact, but apparently they are. Yeah, there may have been a deleted Polly scene. still hasn't found anything concrete, but they agreed that if she hasn't found anything by homecoming, she's coming home. Oh, is she? Oh, hey. Look at that. Look at that. Perfect. Yeah. Remember our deal, Polly? No, I can't do it. Hold on. Polly. No. Ah, oh, did I lose it? Yeah, it's gone. Hold on. Of course I believe you, Polly. No, that was good. It just It just doesn't sound quite right anymore. I think she stopped speaking that way. Of course I believe you, Polly. Yeah. Oh, fuck, what's happening? It's all gone. Why are you keep swallowing so much? I'm trying to get in the voice. Okay, Polly, we have to go to the police about Jughead's here's, dad. Here's my issue. You have one <laughs> one speed with that voice. You gotta find, like, the scared. The angry, the you're oh you can only do concerned. I'm so concerned for you, Polly. I'm so concerned because that's where I got the impression from. Yeah. This impression is from when Betty and Polly meet at the creepy nun place. Yeah, I know. I was there. I know. Well, we weren't there. There. <laughs> I mean, I I I listened to it when I. Of course, I believe you, Polly. But we have to go. I'm concerned about you. <laughs> I will be better. Uh huh. She doesn't... What other voices does Polly... Uh, does Betty even have? No, no. It's emotions I'm Emotion. talking about. Yeah, what other emotions? The whole spectrum of, of humans. Really. Of course, I love you, Jughead. No, I can't do it. No, she's never... No. So, Mama Blossom... God, I still can't remember her first name. Isn't it Penelope? Penelope Blossom comes in with Polly's daily milkshake. Which, you know... What the fuck? ...is gonna be a bad thing later. Just the indi- the idea in general of, like, and we have your daily milkshake right here is like, what the fuck? And this is how they keep her at the Blossom House. You trying to fan her up? I mean, yeah, she's having a baby, but jeez. I mean, she's a lot of milkshake, John. She's carrying, like... I know, but every day... Yeah, John? John? Stop fat shaming Polly. I wasn't... Because no, literally she's a I'm questioning babe. the Blossoms... The blossoms are not. I don't. I don't think she asked for a daily milkshake. They're like, here, honey, we got you a milkshake, and we'll get you a milkshake every single day. <laughs> I don't like milkshakes, and I'm lactose intolerant. Good, good. Enjoy this. Enjoy. Drink it. <laughs> Jug- Stella looks really cute right now. Just I wanna, like this is a good. Jughead comes to Betty. Uh, he seems really happy. Like, it's the most happy I've ever seen Juggy. He's like, oh my God. why are you telling me about our family's dinner? Your mom, like, tackled me. We're all gonna have dinner together. Oh my God, this is great. Step forward for our relationship. <laughs> Who body snatched Jughead? <laughs> and then I looked to my right, and Caitlin was there, be like, oh. I know, I died. And that was the moment that I got back on the Bughead train. I thought it was later. I think this was the moment. Okay. It's, it was at least setting the, the seeds. Betty, uh... Betty corners Alice. I know what you're doing. At home, Mom. actually. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm making peach pie. Oh, so good. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, sweetheart? Yeah, she knows this is a trap. And Alice like, listen, if conversation naturally goes that way, uh, 
Betty threatens to tell Jughead, but Alice is like, oh, but he seems so happy. Oh. Well, no, you wouldn't want to ruin that for him. Magically actually gets Betty to back down off that one. It's sad. It's unfair. Yeah. Archie comes home finding his parents is trying to figure out what they're going to eat. Very strange thing for him. Jughead comes in and kind of breaks that tension. Yeah. But uh, Molly, or Mary, announces that she's going to the homecoming dance with Fred. And Archie's like, what? And Hermione. What? I think, and Fred's like, what? Yeah. Hermione's coming. So are Fred and Hermione, like, cool? On, um, they're business, they're, they, they just do business now. I guess, yeah. Man. Although it seems like they've kind of cooled off a little bit. Yeah. Because he really did not like her. He was very upset. Uh, then, <laughs> in bed, there's a great scene where, uh, First off, starts on Jughead. He's just trying to talk, and then it cuts over to Archie, who is shirtless, and the entire crowd lost it at that at our screening. Uh, yeah, he looks Jughead's good. saying that something's changed with his dad. Something shifted. Uh, he's thinking about moving back in with his dad. That took no time. He read my book. He engaged with it. Oh, he read your book. Okay, like, you're right. He's he asked, not a raging alcoholic. He asked who I thought killed Jason Blossom. He asked who you thought killed Jason Blossom. Stop repeating what I said back to me. Uh, yeah, that's Archie's M.O. So Archie's, uh, Archie suddenly goes, oh, you know what? My mom likes almond milk with her, with her coffee, so I'm going to go out and get that right now. So thank God he had somebody to, like, booty call, because if not, it would have been real. Yeah, Jughead's like, okay, that's a lie. Um, enjoy hanging out with Veronica. I know, it's fine. Ironically, he does go to Veronica's. Sadly, he put on a sweatshirt to do it. Yeah, I don't know where he got the sweatshirt from, but okay. His room, he lives in the... Whatever, John. My question is why he didn't call Veronica. He did not have to run over to her house. Right. I assume he ran. Yeah, of course he ran. He's uh, a runner. Yeah. He's a midnight runner. Midnight he, uh, cowboy. He tells Veronica he changed his mind. He wants to help search FP's place because it seems really suspicious that he's getting his act together suddenly out of nowhere. So, then they're like, but he can't find out and neither can Jughead. Makes sense. Everything makes sense in this episode. That's the problem. So what? <laughs> there's a uh, Cheryl does Polly's makeup, and I think she has the same line where it's like it's much better to be friends than enemies. Yeah, to Polly much. that she used on Betty back in episode two. And also, um, did you notice the CoverGirl makeup? Don't you want to buy oh, it? Oh yeah, they have that shot with the whole CoverGirl makeup. I want to buy it. It's so great. It's so great. <laughs> There, I wish Polly had gotten his, uh, were, um, more threatening against Cheryl, like Betty is. There's no dark Polly. I think Polly's Polly, actually a really weak character. Yeah, I kind of wish like, they made... physically and emotionally. I kind of wish they made Polly the goth girl that I think they were going to initially. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. But it wouldn't have really fit in with the Blossom aesthetic. I mean, the, what's it called? Cooper aesthetic. I mean, it could have. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she had that big of a break before the uh, parents sent her away. True. So, Polly is like, let's steal some of Penelope's vintage jewelry since it's the, uh, since it's the homecoming dance. And Cheryl, like, has the most phoned-in line where she's like, oh, Polly, you're so bad. <laughs> like, it really doesn't seem like she's trying on that one. You're so bad, buddy. According to Cheryl, Cliff Blossom's hair turned white overnight. When he saw the ghost of Granddad, Grandpa, 
Pappy, with his like Pappy throat Blossom. slit. Yeah. Wait. So then I thought that the the Cooper's grandpa was killed by the Pappy. Dude, I don't know. I thought that yeah, because that's what what's his face Hal Blossom was like. Uh, Hal it's Cooper was like the least interesting part of. Hey, remember in our other show when I would be like, I don't care about the backstory. I care about what's happening now. Yeah. Still true. But still don't you true. Care about Jason Blossom. That's what's happening now. Fine, whatever. We all want to know who killed Jason Blossom. Yeah. More than we want to know anything else in this world. Do you know who actually caused the Brandon James murders? We'll never know. We'll never know. Unless we tweet at the executive producer. Which one? Season one? No, season Season two. two. Oh, that's all of them. Season three? (laughs) Don't remind me. I'm still excited. Just disappointed. You know what? You know what will continue the mystery of the Brandon James murders? Our, our, spec. our spec, yay! She's become increasingly topical since we wrote it. Yes. Um, yes. Yep. Totally. Totally. Fun. So we got to do that thing. Um, we got time. We got time. Uh, apparently, Cliff Blossom has a wig for every emotion. Which is, by the way, five wigs. He has five emotions. Um, <laughs> manipulating, uh, anger, sad. Sad. Rarely to do that one. and business. Business is not an emotion, but okay. Oh, it is when he's getting down to business. Getting down to business. Every day. Getting... Oh, that's not the song. I just realized that. Anyway, taking care Isn't of it? business. Yeah. But anyway. It's too late. The time has passed. It has. They find the ring that Jason proposed to Polly with, which she assumed he had when he died. Yeah, this is a week. So she wants that ring, and Cheryl's like, you don't get that ring. I'm threatening you. Threaten! Uh, Yeah, she's like, you may be carrying precious cargo, but don't think that makes you safe. It's actually not a bad Cheryl. Really? It could be better, but like yeah. I think you're on the right track. Just and then Polly runs off scared her. because she's weak. She should have gone after her. She should have just scratched her eyes out. I am incredibly disappointed with Polly. Like, yeah. the actress is doing a fine job with the material. I think that she'll need to be stronger, and the actress need to be stronger for Polly. Well, she might be a great actress. We just haven't seen her do it. I haven't felt like... A great actress can take lesser material and make it seem like something stronger. Let's just not criticize that lovely actress and make her feel bad, possibly. John. I don't know what to tell you. This is this is these are my honest critiques and responses to the show. I just feel bad for famous people. According to Luke Perry, none of them are famous yet. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that was true. <laughs> that made me happy. So at the Jones Cooper Awkward Family Dinner, uh, Trademark Riverdale. They love their awkward family they dinners. Do. There's so many of them. Alice gets straight into questioning FP. So, how does uh, working at so and so have to deal with your other responsibilities as a Southside Serpent? Which I guess there are responsibilities. Yeah. Did you also work at the drive-in? Were you surprised when Hiram Lodge bought the drive-in? What a great Q and A this would make. And as it's getting really bad, the doorbell rings. I don't know what I was expecting for who would show up at this dinner. I wasn't expecting Hal. But, yeah, Betty lets Hal in. Up until this point, my main thought during this was, oh, everyone's dressed nice. Why is that? Oh, right, they're going to the dance afterwards. Yeah, I thought... That might be the most realistic thing the show has done is uh, had them actually in their dress clothes before going to the dance. Uh, 
But Hal comes in, and it throws Alice's whole thing off kilter. Kind of great. Archie and Veronica break into FP's trailer. Oh, wait, we missed um, FP. No, we didn't. Is that later? Trust me, we didn't Damn miss it. it. Ugh, sorry, okay. You were there. How did you... I forget things, John. I have a busy, busy inner life. Go on. Continue with the story. Archie might be wearing the same suit jacket that the Blossoms got for him. Yeah, I think he Which was. I think is kind of funny. He doesn't own two red velvet jackets. No. So. Also, he refused to tuck in his shirt this whole episode. Archie, not good at being formal. Mm-mm. No, he's terrible. Could have been worse, though. He could have been wearing his uh, varsity jacket the whole time. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Penelope Blossom tells Polly that Jason... Apparently threw the ring at Cliff when he abandoned the family. Which feels like a lie. It does feel like a lie. And she's like, we've kept it ever since. In my jewelry box. Where it'll be safe. Here, have another milkshake. Yeah, have another milkshake. Stop drinking the milkshakes, They must provide some comfort. They are evil milkshakes. Like, there's a part, there's a scene, it's a shot. Penelope leaves the room, and I expected Polly to stop drinking the milkshake... But no, she took another sip of the milkshake. Yeah, I know, me too. I thought that she was going to be like, dump it or something, or like, get rid of it or whatever. Yeah. But no, she's just like, hmm, free milkshake, nothing nefarious here. Every day. 700 calories. Back at the, back at the dinner, Hal uh, kind of digs at Alice, asking FP if there's uh, any extra space at the trailer park for him to move into because he's been sleeping at the office. It's very cold there because someone threw a brick through the window. Now is like, keep talking and I'll throw a brick somewhere else. Which is kind of great. great. He, uh... No, FP starts talking about their own homecoming dance. Asking Betty what she she knows about it. Betty says her parents were homecoming king and queen. Of course they were. Of hell. Is that uh, so, is FP's line? Were were Hermione and um, what's her face friends? Hermione and who? Hermione and Penelope and uh, they were all students together. We don't know the nature of their relationships, but I feel like Alice was the original Cheryl. I feel like Hermione was the original Betty. Oh, Mary was the or no the original Veronica. Mary was the original Betty. Uh, okay. That FP seems was right. the original Jughead, and um, Fred was the original Archie. So I don't know who the Blossoms were when they were in high school. Terrible. Yeah, let's assume that. You know, that's that's what I think. Those are my thoughts. He almost FP almost reveals that they they uh, that Betty or. Wow, Alice and Howe are having this argument back at their own homecoming, one that more strongly implied is them talking about the abortion that she had when she was in high school. Unless she did. She calls it life and death. The abortion. Seriously, why do you not think? Because there has to be something more to this. There's just something weird about this. What do you mean? We got the drama between her and Howe. Is that not enough? It just. They keep bringing it up. It makes me think that there's something like deeper within this story. Yeah, that Hal made her have an abortion. 
Yeah. How is that not enough for you? Unless there's another kid in town and that there's a baby. What if Joaquin is secretly their child? Let's just get more of Joaquin in oh my God. the business. Yeah, with your theories, baseless theories. Anyway, go on. So anyway, the questioning stops because everyone basically it's a it's a Mexican standoff of words. A Mexican standoff of words. Yeah, okay. they each have dirt on each other. So let's just let's just stop right there. Let's all go to the dance now. <laughs> Guess we can just go to the dance. That's how it's done. Penelope Blossom presides over Polly's knocked out body. Polly. There were drugs in the evil milkshake. Duh, Surprise. Duh. So Cheryl's going to the dance alone. That's sad. She's sad about that. Her parents tell her the story about the ring is true. Cliff also digs into his lie box and goes, Lie box? We should have been grooming you for success and not your brother Jason. You're a true blossom. Oh, All lies. All lies. Because that man will say that to anyone. He'll say that Archie. You're a true blossom, Archie. Tells a good story. Business, business, business. That's not a bad blossom. Yeah, well, he only has one speed. But five emotions. She's sleeping. Look how cute she is. So Archie meets back up with Veronica in the main room of the trailer. Veronica is almost about to just tear this whole place apart to find some kind of evidence of some kind. And Archie's the only one who's like, hey, if we don't find something, that's good. Right. That means he's right. not guilty. And she's she's like, you're right. And they kiss. Yeah, it's annoying. And then Alice texts him. like, oh, time to go. Why they kiss, I don't get it. I'm not a fan of these two together at all. Really? Yeah, I don't like Why them. not? I like it. Because it's like, uh, it's boring. I don't know, it's boring. It's boring. I could see, it's just like, it's not like they don't have any chemistry, but they don't have like... I don't know. Like, there's... I really haven't found a couple on this show that I really, really root for. Yes, you have. Jughead? It's Kevin and Joaquin. Oh, that's true! I love Kevin and Joaquin! Even though we don't know anything about Joaquin. Yeah, we do! He's awesome! How do you know that? Because I like him. Why do I you like him? I like his eyes, and I like his hair, and I like that he looks like he's from an 80s gangster movie. He's my favorite. Joaquin... Is such a good boyfriend to Kevin, John. She's never said that. I don't care, John. Joaquin is exactly what Kevin needs right now. That's a good petty. He's impression. all she. He's he's all Kevin can get. Kevin? There aren't options in this town. Kevin's a murderer, so maybe it's all he deserves. Wow, that's Kevin? really rude. I'm sorry. Even murderers should have options for who they want to date. I disagree with that wholeheartedly, <laughs> actually. But, but anyway. Except once, not that they get to date them. So the Cover Girl ad is in this commercial break. It's all about Josie's Cover Girl. Uh, Josie is all about ambition. She's going places. Her makeup has to pop. She's got to get her notice. Got to turn heads. So she plays with colors. A lot of colors in her look. See her, uh, what a hear her, voice you're doing watch her this. turn up the volume. Yeah, these are weird commercials. No, you don't. You doesn't make you want to buy CoverGirl. Who's going to be next? Do you think Val's going to be next, or are we done? Oh, I think we're. I think we're finished. 
Was it just Betty, Veronica, and Josie? Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. Do you not buy CoverGirl makeup? Caitlin, where do you get your makeup from? Um, I actually do buy... Oh, no, I don't. I buy Maybelline. That's Maybelline. Sometimes I buy CoverGirl mascara. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, no, it's Maybelline. I try... I usually buy my mascara from Maybelline because I found a good brand that really works for my lashes called Falsies. Um... Lash mascara. And it I think I've it. seen commercials for that one. It comes in a purple bottle. It's really great um, for me. It doesn't work for everyone, I guess, but I have pretty decent lashes. Um, and then I use this, like, the matte mousse thing, but I also use, like, Clinique foundation, so I don't really use Maybelline. And then I buy lipsticks and stuff from wherever. Anyway. I went to a Sephora once. It's great And was in there. like, whoa, this is weird. It's the greatest place. Like Candyland for things that... It's so good. I wouldn't even know where to start with putting any of this so on. It's fun. I've lately been very into sheet masks. Sheet masks? It's hard to say. Sheet masks. Mm. Which go on your face. Make you look like goodnight mommy. It's great. Okay. Yeah. These are a tangent. I thought that one was kind of relevant, though. It was. It's not like when we start talking about something completely off board. Uh, do you think aliens are real? Like xenomorphs? I was kidding, but I guess we could <laughs> talk about it. Alien. <laughs> Back Skeet. to Riverdale. Skeet drops Betty and Jughead at the dance. Jughead wants to stop and talk to his dad. He's like, hey, dad, I think I want to move back. He's like, that's great, but I'll do you one better. Let's get the whole family together. Your mom. Jellybean got a great setup in Toledo. Whoa. Toledo. What is Toledo? It's a, it's a town. In? I think it's uh, New Mexico. So are they in New Mexico? They're clearly within... They have to be within driving distance of Chicago. Because that's where Fred went last episode. Toledo is in Ohio. Is that near... Is that near Illinois? Mm, no. We're both terrible. I, uh, no. I know what New York is, and I know what California is. Are you serious right now? <laughs> no. Are you I, serious with that? No, but I, I am really bad at the rest of the Illinois movie. and Ohio are pretty close. Indiana is right in between them. So if They're not like that. Riverdale is in Indiana, that could make sense. Doesn't look like Indiana? But... Well, no, it's obviously not in Indiana, but come on, man. Yeah. You don't even have. You didn't even like. No, I didn't even try. You know New York and California. Aren't you from Pennsylvania? No, I'm from New York. I'm from Long Island. Okay. You went to college in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I know. In Philadelphia. I know. I heard that's a state. Philadelphia isn't a state; it's a city. I used to think it was the capital of Pennsylvania. It's not even that. I know, it's not. I learned that the, like the first day of freshman year when my roommate, who is from the capital of Pennsylvania, hi Nina, um, reminded me that that's not true. So. Do you ever have those tests where you had to name all the states or get them right on the map? Um, I was yes, good at that. I accepted that. But the capitals? Capitals are so hard. 100% and, failure. Yeah, it's so hard to remember them. Also, it's kind of unnecessary, but whatever. Wow. It's called the internet. Anyway... Wow. Sorry, truth. Like you would be a terrible high school student <laughs> these days. 
Yeah. I was actually pretty Like, excuse me, I have this answer on my phone, so why do I need to be here right now? (laughs) I actually, like, kind of was decent in high school, though I really, really tried to get around doing any work. And I actually kind of succeeded. It was kind of impressive. I could have done better. Probably. Well, like, in terms of actually, like, you know. So, FP says that... The Jones don't do well in this town. After all the history they have around here, they're not going to be able to survive there. It's going to shoot them up, split them back out. So he's saying, hey, let's all go to Toledo. Let's be a family there. And then Jughead has a moment where he looks to Betty. The music kicks in. He's like, but she's his world now. Oh, that's so cute. That's when I was like, here for it. Fred walks in the dance hand in hand with Mary and Hermione. That was weird. It's kind of amazing. He's like, I got a pretty woman up with my arms, which for a moment there, that wasn't Fred Andrews. That no, was Luke Perry that talking. That was Luke Perry. That was definitely Luke Perry. And Mary just is like, oh man, deja vu, we're back, man. This is great. Yeah, Mary's so fucking chill. She is very chill. Don't really understand why she... She feels like the kind of person who would never be like, divorce is the only option. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is weird. I kind of wonder if, like, it's going to be, like, the secret life of the American teenager where she, like, randomly finds out that she's a lesbian, even though there's been, like, multiple seasons. It's, like, very... That was a weird show. It was just, like, a weird show. Like, things just happened on that show. It looked like a weird show. It was so weird. Like, things just happened. Like, I can't explain it more than, like... It just all poofed out of the writing. Like, it was weird. Probably of nothing, but do you think Freeform is putting out... Better content now than ABC Family was? Um, I don't know if you can really say better or worse, but, like... Certainly different. Different, and I think higher budget. You think they're putting more money into it? Uh, it certainly looks like they are. I don't know for sure if they are. Um, but I'm really excited about their new shows. I think those are gonna be good. The stuff we have to wait till next year for? Yeah. Cloak and Dagger? Well, I'm excited for the bold type, Cloak and Dagger, Sirens. There's one other... It's just the one Siren, isn't it? Oh, Siren... That, I don't. That doesn't look good to they me. They actually at have all. two shows. There's one called Siren and one called Sirens. That can't be true. No. Yeah. It's a terrible idea. Well, actually, no. That is not true for Freeform. However, there is another show called Sirens. Is that the comedy about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, TBS. that got canceled. I know. It was actually funny. I liked it. It was on USA. I know because I interned at USA. Then why'd you say at... TBS? Oh, it's whatever. Same thing. <laughs> no, um, they're not. No, it's not. But I meant USA. Um, I interned at USA when they were building up their comedy block. And that was one of the shows that, like, mm-hmm. was just about to go to series. Yeah, I don't think that comedy block worked out for them. I think they decided to go in a different direction. USA constantly is deciding to go in a different direction. Yeah. They had the 4400, it was great, but then Psych took off, so they kind of moved everything towards that blue skies right. yeah. thing, and they canceled that one. They stuck more with, like, it's a lot Royal of Pains work, and Burn Notice. Jughead comes in with Betty. And he's like, hey, we need to talk after the dance. She's like, what's up? After the dance. It's good things. We're going to talk later. It's not good things, but anyway. Well, he wants to stay. Oh, For okay. her. Yeah. He thinks it's a good thing. No, I know. I just thought it was like, a, it was such a weird way for him to phrase that. Like, I feel like maybe that scene in the car was longer. Like, maybe he looked at Betty and then he told his dad, no, I got to stay. And the dad was like, why? Why do you got to stay? And he's like, for Betty. Do you know what I mean? Because I think it works better cut this way. I mean, it might work better cut this way, but I was a little confused. Because you can really deduce. Really? I, I put together immediately. Yeah, well, again, I might not know all the things sometimes, John. Really? 
But you're no, watching I, these shows so intently to figure out who the murderer is. I am. No, I just thought... I was a little confused because he seemed so excited to be with his dad. And, like, I wasn't sure if he was looking at Betty like, oh, I'm confused about... He was conflicted. Right. Like, I was But then he says it's good news. He's not leaving her. That's not yeah, good news. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. But, like, what is the news? The news is that nothing is changing? That I think it would be that... His dad might be leaving and he'll be staying. Oh, yeah. It's just a weird... It's a weird thing because that's not really... Anyway, I could talk circles about this plot. Around yourself? Around myself, yes. I think everyone else kind of understands what was going on here. Fine, John. We'll move on. Okay. Betty... Betty sees Cheryl in the distance. She wants to... She was like, hey, hey, where's Polly? You... You said oh, she'd be here. What a great dress show. Kind of trying to... We didn't say that yet. Everyone. Looks all the girls great. are wearing amazing dresses in this episode. Looks the guys so are fine. Good. The ladies look fantastic. I like... Um, not Polly. I like Betty's I outfit. That. Yeah, Betty's outfit's really pretty, and I like her hair. And they let her wear her hair down. It's, like, always kind of shocking. and like, oh, it looks really it is. nice. Is it weird that I, it almost looked like it wasn't meant to be down? It's hard to explain. But no. Like, there's like something. I think it's fine looking going down. No, it looked good, but there's something about it where I was like, "Oh, this is so weird." You've only seen her head framed yeah. with it pulled back. It's so interesting. I think it looks great. It does. No, she looks amazing. I love the dress. In uh, in Archie comics, she has a much messier kind of ponytail that she wears all the time. So yeah. her hair is always kind of like a little bit in her face, but she's more of a tomboy in those. Right. Yeah, that's the interesting thing that. Because she's always been that way, right? Like, more of a tomboy? Definitely not, no. Oh, really? She was originally much more of a girly girl. Oh, okay, because that's funny. They were both girly girls. When they when started, Veronica was just the mean one. That, were, that, okay, that makes more sense, because when you told me that Betty was a tomboy, I was like, oh, that's, like, weird, because in my mind, Betty was always really girly, and, like, Veronica was girly, too, but, like, you know, like, different, like, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, that makes more sense that they kind of, they revamped her, so she's more of a tomboy. Yeah, they had a serious reboot recently, uh, a couple years ago. Before that, it was very much like, still like they were written in the 60s. Yeah. And it was created much earlier than that. Just like, gee whiz! Right, exactly. But they had smartphones, too. Like, that was... Which is weird, but cool. Cheryl's upset because Polly couldn't come. And the sky is blue. she was knocked out. It... Wait, what's your... I said, Cheryl's always upset. Oh, okay. I thought it was because Polly couldn't show up. Oh, yeah. No, that's the thing that I... So, Cheryl legitimately just wanted, like, a friend at the dance. I guess. How sad is that? Honestly, Cheryl is the most opaque character. I can't actually read her. Yeah, she's Because every episode, I feel like she's coming from a completely different direction than where she was before. Yeah. Yeah, she is. And it's starting to be frustrating and not like, oh, this doesn't work for me anymore. I almost wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the season you find out that she killed Jason, but for like really weird motives, just because of that's literally how confusing her character is to me right now. And Madeline. (laughs) I think she has just seriously messed up emotional problems and like actually needs a therapist. She needs to, like, Because she has insane mood swings and, like, emotional issues going on. She needs real psychiatric help. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Also, she's grieving. That would be a fun character to have in the future of the series as a psychiatric professional. Help all the kids. Where's the grief counselor in this town? Right. Oh, just, like, scream. Yeah, they didn't do that either after the more kids started dying. Yeah, no. I mean, everyone's already freaking out about 13 Reasons Why that they're, like, bringing on counselors and shit like that. 
Like, and that's his kids watch the show. Yes, that's like a TV show. And yet, in these universes, nobody, nobody can afford a school counselor. It's honestly unclear how wealthy of a district Riverdale High School is in. Yeah, it is. Because you got the whole range from FP to right, Hermione right. Lodge and the Blossoms. Right, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did that... Never mind. That's an important question. <laughs> Alice and Mary run into each other in the bathroom. Well, more like it's, Alice tries to plow right into it's Mary. It's an amazing scene. It feels just like you're watching an old high school bitch fest Oh, like, but movie. it's not really a bitch fest. It's just Alice trying to piss off... Oh, Mary, did you know you were in a polyamorous relationship? Oh, Fred's been sleeping with Hermione. Did you know any of that stuff? And, and Mary's just like... We were effectively broken up, so that's fine. Yeah, and she's like, I'm going to Chicago. I was actually kind of like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Okay, cool. I'm telling you, Mary has a girlfriend Well, there goes the drama. Yeah, she's way chill so about this. So, you're just assuming that she's gay now? No, because she was, like, at the end of The Secret Life of an American Teenager, that's, like, where we left off. Okay, but that's not the same character. It's I know, the same actress. I'm just telling you, this is what's happening. Is that where your head goes during these things? I just, like, she just seems very chill. That's like me seeing Chris Evans as Captain America and be like, but wait, where did your fire powers go? Yeah, I know. That's what I thought in that new movie, too. Um, yeah. It's weird when they blended Captain America with the guy from Fantastic Four. It was weird when they did that. Yeah. That's a Michael Marvel B- thing, right? What? Um, that's Marvel Fantastic Four. Yeah. I'm just asking. I mean... Like, the comics, yes. The movies are coming from... Sony? No, I think... I think they're Fox. Okay. Fox is X-Men and Fantastic Four. Okay. But they're all... The comics are all Marvel. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the Fantastic Four are Marvel's first family. Is there anyone that is has played both a Marvel and a DC character? Like an actor? I wonder... Yeah, if- Ryan Reynolds. He was Green Lantern oh, and Deadpool. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Across the line. That's interesting. He did it. Congratulations. So, Alice's phone kind of rings at the perfect moment. She kind of trots off to answer <laughs> it after Mary shuts her down. It's just... What, did what a great these, scene. But what did all these poor women do to Alice Cooper? What? No, Alice is clearly just awful. I know, it's just weird. Like, like but... she's terrible. There's really nothing deeper to it. We knew this from day one. Just saying. I don't know why you're assuming that someone else is at fault. No, no, I know, but I mean, like, where did all this, like, loathing come from? Does she need a reason? Yeah, usually people need a reason to be that well, terrible. Then let her make some tapes. To, uh, to, listen oh, to them. Welcome to you. You'll figure it out. Oh God, no, no memeing. Thirteen minutes. Why? <laughs> welcome to your tape. <laughs> no, I can't. So bad. So I was getting bad. my hair cut today, and the woman was like, "You gotta watch Thirteen Reasons Why." <laughs> I love that show so much. I know the controversy, but I love it. I think it's important. I think the controversy is important too because it opens up discussion. Exactly, I agree. Betty, um, Betty. Ask Kevin where Archie and V are, but then she finds them. Kevin doesn't even get to talk. I, then, I then wondered after this, like, is he going to speak at all this episode, is or he what's get going paid on? For this episode, 
Does he get paid if he doesn't Excuse talk? me, uh, Casey, when you found out that Kevin was the killer, uh, was wish. that surprising or... I wish. I wish. <laughs> or did you suspect it? I wish we could have trolled them so that we could have been like, well, we all just found out in this episode <laughs> that we just watched that Kevin was the killer. Weird that they showed episode 12 tonight, but... Yeah, but you know what? We're here for it. Actually, they timed it perfectly, Pally. So oh, yeah. Right before the reveal. Right, right there, yeah. So, Betty sees Archie and Veronica conversing with her mother. She gets suspicious. The wheels start turning. Then the principal and mayor kind of surround her. They offer her an internship. Yeah, that's what The mayor's like, I'd like to offer you an internship. And the music, and like the sound <laughs> kind of cuts out. And I'm like, Betty, 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 that's important. Pay attention. She never answers that if she wants internship. an internship. Say, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, because she's like, the mayor's like, can you help me get on the stage? No. <laughs> Principal, you got this. And, like, leaves. But also, like, the mayor can't walk herself up the yeah. stairs. To Which, the like, stage. she goes to question Archie and Veronica. She still doesn't have time because they have to perform right now. Because they're the first song of the night. I love this cover. They did Kids in America. It's so good. It's pretty good. You can find the full music video online. Which cuts out the aspects where the police search FP's trailer. Which is important. Which is queer, because we just searched the trailer. At this time, I was thinking, it's like, so where's Archie and Veronica's quest meaningless? Right, and then it's like, no. So now the cops are here? Uh, by the way, the performance. If no one in the school knew that Archie and Veronica were, like, a thing before, they do now. Yeah, exactly. She That's, is all over him during this. They're but. not really trying to hide it <laughs> in any way. But whatever. Uh, Cheryl leaves the dance in tears. She is crying. There's a slow motion she walk. She is crying. It's kind of fantastic. The police find a lockbox in FP's closet. It contains the gun, which is the same gun that... I guess so. Or the same kind of gun. No, but like the same gun that Alice lifted off of Miss Grundy? Oh, no, I don't think that so. Hal that Hal got a hold of? That was a much smaller gun. Are we sure? It looks like a much smaller gun with Miss Grundy. But how do they know it's the murder weapon? Do you have to test that shit? Yeah, probably, but this is a TV show. I mean, he might just have an unlicensed firearm. Which, okay, I guess that's bad. Yeah. Well, he's just showing me a shot of a gun. I don't immediately be like, oh no! Right, it I'm was... like, maybe he's allowed to have that? Does he have a permit? Well, clearly not. Or, yeah, no, it's not good. Yeah, well, when we come back from commercial, Mary asks Fred about Archie and Veronica, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, of course. She's like, I figured. You're like, yeah. Archie hasn't told me yet, but yeah. It's probably a thing. That's that's a thing that's happening. I bet they had sex that night that you came home. Who? <laughs> God. But they didn't. They didn't, for the record. Kevin finally gets to talk. Uh, he's happy to have a boyfriend in Joaquin. Aww, Joaquin it's... doesn't get a line, just for the record. Because uh, he he's not a fully drawn out character either. He doesn't need a line. He's Joaquin, like, my favorite character. This is it's weird that this is where you're at with him at this point. <laughs> he's great. It's, it's shocking. Uh, <laughs> there's a moment I needed that didn't happen. Kevin has a line where it's like, you're the first boyfriend I ever had. Before this, I've only been hooking up with closeted guys. It would have been so, so funny if as they were dancing, they were right next to Moose and his girlfriend. And, just and Kevin just had this, no, if Kevin just had a line where it's like, just closeted guys. Oh, hey, Moose. And the light just kept talking. That w- I would have died at that moment. I want to meet Midge. I'm sure they'll cast her eventually. Uh, Jug- <laughs> uh, 
Jughead comes up. It's like, hey, Kevin, are you seeing Betty? Kevin's just like, you all need tracking devices. True. Thinks you went outside with your other friends. Uh, and uh, does he call oh, your then, other friends? No, no. That's sorry. That's the words I'm putting in his mouth. <laughs> Kevin uh, sees that his dad is there and gets concerned. Jughead walks out and finds Betty arguing with Archie and Veronica about what they've done, and the truth comes out. They tell him that they searched his dad's trailer, Alice put them up to it. They're like, hey, we were wrong. Your dad's innocent. Jackie doesn't care. How dare they go behind his back? He even puts a little bit of the blame on Betty for not warning him. Yeah, she come knew about on, the dinner. Jughead. And she didn't say anything. I mean, his happiness was never going to last. I know. He tells her he's going to pass on moving to Toledo with his family for her. Mm. And then all the parents come out. FP has been arrested for the murder of Jason Blossom. So I guess he's not moving to Toledo. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> it was like my first thought. Well, that solves that problem. Exactly. <laughs> Jughead runs outside alone. It's very Crying. emotional. Yeah, very yeah. dramatic. He, run, he runs to him through the trailer, has a good cry. Ridiculous scene. <laughs> then he uh, then he remembers how his dad promised he wasn't a killer and runs back out. It's uh, hideously embarrassing. Weird thing. Have you noticed that in uh, FP's trailer they have one of those like bass bass on the wall that you like press the button and it sings? Oh, you mean the fish? Yeah, yes, yeah. Of course, I noticed that. I was. That's just shocking. It's like the tag. Doesn't seem like thing. something FP would want in his home. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't, and yet he does. It's very weird. Uh, Betty asks Alice if she tipped off the police. Alice says she didn't. She's glad Betty's done with the Jones family. Then Betty says she loves Jughead. Which, I thought that was a scene where it hit for you, because you were like, Yeah, Yeah, that was cute. I, like, I wish we had, like, an actual idea of how long they've actually been dating. Yeah, they don't want to get into timeline specifics. No, it has to be, like, a month. But it might not even be a month, honestly. It might be. Oh, really? It might not be I'm a assuming month. it's been like two months. Maybe. It's hard to tell. With high school time, though, it feels like that even when it's not very long. They probably should drag out junior year as long as possible. They're probably going to. Yeah. Pretty Little Iris did it for like five seasons. Six seasons. Jesus. Yeah. Of junior year? They were still junior year that whole time? No, it was junior and senior year. I mean, by the end of their time in high school, didn't they just stop having the girls in high school? Yeah. Because it became glaringly obvious if they ever did that? Yeah, they, for the most part, like, like by season 5B, they weren't really spending that much time in school. Yeah. Alice, uh, or no, Betty tells Alice that not to push her because she will push back. It's uh, it's it's a moment, but like Betty's had so many moments where she pushes back against her mom all season that doesn't yeah. really hit very much at this point. Hermione and Veronica uh, are talking, be like, "Oh no, FB is going to reveal that we dealt with the serpents, and it's- if Hiram's involved with the murder, that's bad too." Oh, and then Veronica's like, "Well, what are we going to do if he really did kill Jason Blossom?" And the mom's like, "Well." Guess you're going to have to disassociate with your dad. Yeah, cut all ties. And I'm like, well, that's a good plan, I think. <laughs> yes. Great obviously. idea. Uh, they kind of hold hands. I think they're united again. United front. Mary invites Archie to come live with her in Chicago. Fred overhears this conversation. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, Riverdale isn't safe anymore. I want someone to be like, I'm sorry, Chicago? <laughs> Chicago is Much safe. safer? 
It has a bit of a rev. But she lived with I? her uh, her boyfriend, um, Alfonso, in like a loft in Chicago. <laughs> He's a record producer. Oh wow! With the heart of a what are you referencing artist. right now? Nothing. Oh. Fantasies. Um, <laughs> they have the cat. That's like a fancy. This is cat. your this is your Mary spinoff show. That's yes. like it's actually just a half hour comedy. It's great. It's about as serious as I Love Lucy. Exactly. It's hilarious. Alfonso, so. you're supposed to. Take apart the colors and the whites. Now all my whites are pink. It's a hilarious. Oh, you'll look great in them anyway, after. honey. Oh, no. Alfonso can't do anything right, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like this fictional show. We should uh, we should write episodes of it. It would be great. Yeah. A very original story. I love it. But Archie promises his mom that he'll think about moving in with her. And Fred is like, you will fucking not. <laughs> like Fred's sad. Because he's the best dad in the whole town. He's like, I liked you, Mary, until you tried to take away my pride and joy. Cheryl checks in on Polly. Who's barely breathing. And overhears her parents. Her mom wants FP dead for what he's done. Oh, she still has the ring. Which is, like, obviously... Yeah, of course she never got rid of the ring. You didn't see her flush it? She didn't flush it. Mm Mm-hmm. Betty looks for Jughead at Pops. Good plan. It's not there. She does fight. He's like, no, but those two have also been looking for him. They pan over to Archie and Veronica, but they have food at their plates. Yeah. Which means they stopped to grab a bite. They Maybe looking. they were hoping Arch or Jughead would show up. They haven't been looking that but hard. But it still feels like they're like, oh, later we should search for Jughead some more. Yeah, I'm just so hungry, so... They tell Betty that they didn't find that lockbox when they were at the uh, trailer. It wasn't there. Someone planted it there. Yeah. Duh. In the tight time frame between them leaving and the police getting there. So and that's the end of the episode. It. So do you think Kevin had time to get there and get to the school dance? Um, I actually don't think it matters because I think a lot of other people could have framed FP. No. Um, I think that there's the I think that what we're gonna learn is that there are a lot of people who will benefit from Jason Blossom's murder. Because they can set up other people for it, as opposed to, like, setting up the actual killer or, like, revealing the actual killer. Like, I think, it, I think it actually might not matter who killed Jason Blossom. He might just be more of a pawn for, like, all of these feuds to, like, come to a head. Okay. Also, look at this well-thought-out theory. Um, at the panel, do you remember when Roberto was like, there might be something more to Miss Grundy's story? Yeah. Should Kevin... Oh, everyone thinks Miss Grundy did it. I don't think she did it. Well, should should Kevin not be the killer, as I highly suspect? I wouldn't be surprised if they did go the route where Miss Grundy's abusive boyfriend is the one who had a case of mistaken identity and killed Jason. Oh, God. That's so far out there and out of left field at this point, though. It would be. Like, it would yeah. work if she were still in town, but she's not. Well, if she comes back in, like, the next episode... Well, we might actually... You know what I've been thinking? That we might find out who killed Jason Blossom, and it might be someone we don't even recognize. And then season... That won't be dramatically satisfying, though. No, but what if it was like, this person killed this person for someone else? Like, maybe it is... That won't be dramatically satisfying, either. You don't think? No. I think they want to be someone we know, that way it can shuffle around the board moving forward. Well, what... It, no, no, no. This, this is what I mean. Like, the person who physically killed him. Yeah, I hear you. Somebody tied him up. Let me... Listen. 
Someone's on the phone. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. In the trailer for next week, uh, first of all, it's announced that there's two episodes left. Dun, dun, dun. There's going to be searches in the woods. Searches in the woods. People are going to slap each other. People are going to slap each other. And there's a shot of everyone watching something on a laptop. Oh and there's a gunshot God. and everyone freaks out. And the people watching that laptop are Betty, Veronica, Archie, Jughead, and Kevin. Kevin? Even Kevin? And they're all like... Now, maybe they edited it so they're watching something else on the laptop, and they put in the sound effects for this trailer. Maybe they all watch it there. Which would put it on a parent. If all I the hope teens it's are not. Innocent. None of the parents would be interesting. No? No. I think Hermione would be interesting. No. If it's for just something with the blossoms or whatever, no. Boring. Duh. Boring. Very boring. Okay. That's um, the that's the trailer for next week. But I'm very excited. By the way, do you know what segment's back? Because Roberto wrote this episode. Yes. I have a things teenagers don't say. Oh, there's so many. Well, there's Archie tells one. Veronica that finding out FP is innocent is a win for the home team, and then Veronica says, "Yay!" Though I walk through the valley of darkness, and Archie Andrews is there with a smile and a sports metaphor. The fuck? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Not really much of a sports metaphor, Archie. No. Not really. And Veronica, who just thinks of that sentence on the top of their head? That's when you plan out ahead of time. I'm pretty sure Veronica plans out all of her sentences. <laughs> I'm convinced of that. Okay. She's not even listening when she's in the conversation with you. She's more think- trying to put together what she's, she's like, going to say next. Okay, uh, quotes, uh, literary things. Truman Capote! <laughs> I have read those books. Okay, so your, your rumor mill, your theory is still Kevin, or no? Yeah, I think it is still Kevin, um, though I think Miss Grundy's husband deal could also be likely. I don't think it's going to have much to do with the Blossoms. I just don't think it makes sense. I think it's like, it, rather, it makes so much sense that, like, why would it shock us if it was like, the Blossoms killed Jason because he turned on the family, or like, Hiram Lodge killed Jason because he, you know, whatever, was a Blossom, blah, blah, blah. Like, eh. There has to be a really, really, really interesting twist on that to make me, like, think that that's what they would go for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what about you? I think... Kevin? Next we're going to find out who. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to find out why. Right, that makes sense. I think my why of it having something to do with this land and this Blossom Lodge deal, because it's become so far into the forefront of the show, whoever killed them is going to be something that pushes that into the background. Right, so that's how I feel it's too. probably not connected. It's much like Veronica Mars where they think there's this big conspiracy going on. And there is, but it's not why the person died. Exactly. <laughs> it's something much smaller. Which I think is more interesting because it's not saying that stuff's not important. Like, that's the thing. It's not like the land and so It's not like that doesn't matter. It just might not matter for this. The problem is, Jason, I still don't know what kind of person he was. I don't know who his friends were. Right. I don't know how popular he was. I don't know who his enemies were. They never once did those normal police procedural things of trying to find out who might have had a grudge against him. Yeah, it's been more about, like, the family as a whole. Yeah. Maybe it's just, like, Reggie. <laughs> it's not, like, Reggie or Moose? Yeah. Midge did it. Ethel? Maybe Ethel's a murderer. Wouldn't that, that be would fun? Be, that would be fun. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't think that's what's happening, but... That would we be don't cool. know, and we don't have enough information to make any guesses. Still. 
Still mother... Oh, God damn, shit. So... Prom king or queen? Prom king... And queen. Sorry. I want to get her homecoming king and queen, really. Oh, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Special episode. Um, I want to give it to Archie. I think he did good work this episode, honestly. Trying okay. to protect but Jughead. <laughs> He and Veronica, like, he, he saved Veronica from herself when she wanted to stay and potentially get in deep trouble uh, from <laughs> FP. I think he did good work. I'm on Archie's side. He's yeah. my problem. He's my homecoming king. I mean, I'm going to give it to Joaquin, <laughs> but sure. Fine, Archie can have it or whatever. Jesus, okay. I just like Joaquin. Homecoming queen... Betty. Betty. For the slick move of bringing Hal to that dinner. That was good. She played her mom. She knows the Cooper system. Because I think that, like, Betty, you know, yeah, she could have told Jughead, but I think that her her intentions were always good. Yeah. And honestly, I think that w- that's what matters here. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, for Chaperone? Uh, I liked F.P. in this one. Mary was good, too. Mary. Let's give it to Mary. I'm going to give it to Mary as well. We don't know how many chances we're going to get with her. We don't. Is she going to be around next season? Maybe. Maybe. Will she be Sears regular? Who knows? I doubt it. Probably not. But, like, is Molly Ringwald busy? I don't know if she's busy, but I I mean, I don't see this character being, like, that big of a deal. It's like, why? Well, yeah, with that attitude. Jeez. I don't know. Unless she killed Jason Blossom, then she could be a really big deal. That's true. It doesn't seem like she has a dinner, but then again, we barely know her. So bring her to the last second to make her a killer, and what else? We oh oh thrown to the bus. Cheryl, she's just ridiculous this whole episode. Um, also, if Veronica's like drama is getting a little exhausting. It is getting exhausting. If I were Archie and I were paying attention, I'd be a little bit hesitant to get in a relationship with that too. Yeah, he <laughs> just sees hot and like nice and like likes she it. always looks like she has it together, but she does not. No, uh, is she is she wearing the pearls again? By the way, her dad got her new pearls. I didn't even notice. I, didn't I don't even think look she for is, but I could be wrong. I don't think she is either. I can't remember. I don't think so. Okay, who would you give the best dress to tonight? Ooh, Betty. actually, that's a question for all of our listeners too. Best dress. Best dress. I give it to Cheryl. Actually, I was gonna. That's funny because I was like Betty, but then I was like, oh, I changed my mind to Cheryl. But yeah, I like both of their dresses for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, like, her red is always going to be her signature color. Like, she always looks so good in it. Um, I liked both. But, yeah. Cheryl looked... Cheryl looked, like, hotter, and Betty looked like a Disney princess. Yeah. That makes sense. So. All right. So, um, we have that one review. I don't know if we have anything else we want to cover I think JD also lets us a review on iTunes. Um, but I don't, oh, I love I don't that know. guy. I know. JD, you're the best. It's a very <laughs> nice review. Um, we obviously talk a lot on Twitter. He actually yeah. recommended a new podcast that I want to start listening to called Teen Creeps. Um, that he said was, they did like reviews of like teen books, like Go Ask Alice. And like, I know what you did last summer. Oh, wow. Um, that does seem your speed. It does. I think it'll be great. I'm yeah. excited. Also, I just started listening to this this podcast called the babysitters club club where they review all the babysitters club books they take it like oh this is that series you were talking about that i've yes, never heard of before it's hilarious they take it so seriously but like funny serious it's hard to explain but like it's just great <laughs> highly recommend because i read all those books growing up so i really liked it 
What about you? Got anything to recommend? <laughs> Watch Trial and Error on Hulu. It's so good. Save this show. So good. Uh, Finally finished I saw it. Old Boy for the first time the other day. Don't give away the twist. That is a brutal film. That's all I have to say. It is hardcore. A man eats a live octopus. Do you it, not do that? It does not have the credit at the end where it's like no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Because at least two octopi were killed in the making of that movie. Because they had to do two takes of that scene. That's mean. Yep. I don't like that. Yep. It's weird. They didn't have to do that. Yep. So, Caitlin, where can they find you? I'm at Twitter, at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. You can find Stella at Stella the Mystery Pup on Instagram. If you just like cute dog pictures, she's really cute. <laughs> um, and yeah, what about you, John? Well, you can find me on Twitter at, at John Padden. I'm getting a bit more active there because I'm a little bit bored at my job. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. And, <laughs> and uh, of course, there is my blog, The Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. I recently wrote a whole bit about the Fast and Furious naming conventions. It's a little bit serious and a little bit satire, and I had a lot of fun writing that one. Do you think they're going to do final fast in the for the ninth movie? Uh, fast finale? Uh, no, because they're doing ten movies. That's not great. That's fantastic. That's all I need in this No, world. I know, but like... I don't think they want to use any kind of title that implies it's the end. Yeah. In case Universal wants to keep going. The Fast I think the franchise should... Shelve itself after 10. Yeah, 10 movies seems like a lot of fucking movies. And if Universal wants to revive it in a couple of years, they can and actually do a next generation poll. The Rock has a daughter. Um, Isn't she a child? She's like. Um, Isn't she a baby? She's like a preteen. Oh, the, he has another daughter who's like a baby. Not in the movies. Oh, I thought we were talking about it in real life. No. no. Okay. I'm talking yeah. about in the franchise, in the text daughter. of the film. Yeah, when uh, the Brian, um, Paul Walker's character, has two kids in Aww. the movies. Like, there's a next generation that they could turn to in the future if they Can wanted to. Can I ask, to. how did they kill Paul Walker off? They didn't. They didn't? No. He's alive in the movies. Oh, really? Yeah, he drove off into the sunset with oh. his wife and two kids. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was moving. I cried. That sucks. Well, would you rather they kill him no, off? No, <laughs> I just like, oh, that's so sad. Like, not like it sucks. Like, like they talk, happens. it's it's this weird thing now in 8 where they kind of, he's like Schrodinger's Brian, where he's mm-hmm. both alive and dead at the same time. Like, they talk about him like it's alive, but he tre- they treat the subject of him like he's passed on. He's no longer with them anymore. That's so weird. Yeah. So it's a, it's a whole thing. But it was beautiful. They're great films. Honestly. Honestly, they are fantastic movies. Marathon them. It's a great marathon because they just get better as you go. So you just have the sustained level of great from five moving forward. Okay. So anyway, that's I think it for this week. Wow, it was a short episode. Two is it? How many? How long did it take us to do? An hour and a half. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, felt short. No. Time flies, John. When you're having fun. So we'll see you all for the next one. Tweet at oh us God. your reactions, but know that I don't watch it live. Yeah. 
two more to go. Two more episodes. I'm actually thinking we have doing like a viewing party for the finale also at my fun. place. Yeah. Where like you actually have TV. Yeah, yeah, I have a TV and cable. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like I might want to record reactions uh that's just fun. for those sound things and that's all. Okay. Uh cool. yeah, so that's it. Over and out River Vixens.